Welcome to another episode of This Silly with the Hooligans. Mitch, Matthew Bird, All right. Sarah, hey. Bradley. What up? Been a while. It has been a while. I kind of miss it. I also miss having a soccer season to plan on. So Yeah. That's the other part about that. Mm. I don't miss Arctic temperatures, though. Mm-mm. Yeah, the 65-degree no. weather stuff today was kind of nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. But you know, it's St. Louis, like... In a week and a half, it'll be. Oh, the, we still do. Uh, we still do one big polar vortex before the before spring. Yeah, Absolutely. we're not done. Absolutely. <laughs> Are we over the uh, uncle segment now? <laughs> the uncle weather segment. <laughs> <laughs> How much rain do you get, sir? <laughs> <laughs> it's real cold. Wait till um, we start talking about the bariatric pressure in our knees. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to rain in three days. <laughs> I mean that it is kind of it's it's starting to get a little more real. You're starting to see you know signings. You're starting to see preseason coming up here. Um, you know the schedule will be dropping any day now. I'm sure. Uh, so it, it it's it's real. <laughs> we mm-hmm. don't have a season. Um, I think you know we've been we've been talking about what kind of show this is going to be and what. We're going to do a weather show, evidently. In the interim, yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, it, it kind of struck me, I don't know, one day last week that, you know, the show's at its best when we're talking about the culture of the game. Um, the show's at its best when we're miserable. Well, but that's part of the culture of the <laughs> I game, I think. Because um, we're not like brilliant X's and O's people and we're not, you know, master tacticians, but um, at, there's plenty of things going on both in USL and MLS and, you know, soccer in general to have discussions about what's going on around the league. And I think that's going to help us as we move into the MLS era. Um, Cause we need to get to know the lay of the land in MLS. I think we, we charted out a pretty good territory in USL. So we're going to start doing that in MLS. In addition to that, uh, I think we're going to do a lot of streetwear. <laughs> um, uh, you know, tennis shoe reviews and tracksuit reviews. And uh, speaking of, I look across the room here tonight, and Sarah is wearing the hottest in new fashion accessories for the Luligan, the Jimmy Blood 2021 Black on Black on Black St. Luligan's kit. None yep. more black. No. It's it. It really. It, if you've seen the pictures online, it looks decent, but in person, it looks better. Um, it's hard to capture. Are you how, saying that just because Sarah's wearing it, yeah, or well, that just could in be. general? Uh, but it's hard to capture how black it is because <laughs> the pictures have a flash. It's just a they spinal have a, tap. They have a yeah. This there's none more black. No, it is a really good looking jersey, and it is available at Ultras right now. Um, Ultras dot com, and you can actually not only get the 2021 St. Louisian jersey, you can get uh, the previous years all the way back to 2015. This is our sixth. Fifth jersey. This is our fifth jersey. Okay. I don't know. I've lost count. I don't know. There's a yeah. lot of jerseys. Yeah, I think that's right. So if you're interested in any of the jerseys and you've seen them at games and, and whatnot, or maybe you haven't, maybe you're a new Luligan, you want to check out some of the throwback jerseys, go to ultras.com. And the hoops one is on there, which is probably my favorite. That's my favorite. That was the original. But this is coming close, though. The yeah. black's. The black's nice, man. It is. It's nice. So, and usually if you go on there, there's a promo code for people who've never bought or, mm-hmm. or signing up for their email list or whatever. If you donated to our food drive, yes, there was, there was a message sent out about that. 
If you haven't gotten and you did, just reach out to us and we'll help you out. You go on and talk about where, where we go from here. But we did, we did it before St. Louis FC. We just yeah. at the time we were just a group of idiots having a laugh in a basement, <laughs> and and that this, that's, that makes for good podcasts. Like one of my favorite podcasts in soccer was called the Tuesday Club. It was an Arsenal podcast, yeah. and essentially it was just four fans sitting in a ba- in a in a basement, and it, it was funny. It was fun, and it was funny because Arsenal were going through some lean years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And they had the eight two episode with yeah. United, and it was just hilarious. Yeah, and and that's what we we can be, and and we're not exes and old guy, guys, as you say, but we're very. I think we're funny. <laughs> we're we're jaded on sometimes life unatten- jaded, unintentionally. <laughs> jaded on life and jaded on football yeah. is funny. So yeah, I think there's room there, and I think uh, we'll talk about things that are going on around the league. We've got a topic tonight that I want to get to that I think we'll all have some opinions on. But before we get there, let's do a few. Uh, News and notes. Um, speaking of MLS, the league starts up April seventeenth. They've officially announced. Um, Which league? <laughs> MLS. Okay. MLS. I, I'm, a, I'm a, yeah. a tweener still. I know. I understand. I'm a tweener. Uh, I don't think USL has officially announced their starting date yet, unless I missed it because I'm not on those lists anymore. They don't send me <laughs> <laughs> notifications. You used to get those nice little uh, heads up. There's info coming this Tuesday, but not anymore. Um, but speaking of MLS and I've, I've stated that I'm going to start watching more this year before I was a casual MLS fan. I'd watch if there was a a big game Mm -hmm. or I would watch if I had nothing else to do. Uh, but I'm going to take an interest this year and I don't know some of the things I'm going to watch for, I'm going to watch the newer teams. I'm going to watch Nashville, Miami, uh, this year, Austin, just to kind of get a feel for, some of the growing pains that obviously St. Louis is going to face some of the same issues when they join the league. So that's kind of where my focus is going to be. Do you guys, do you have any rooting interest or I, I, I do. If there's a game on and the kids aren't watching Coco Mellon or whatever, <laughs> I will watch Cincinnati lose. Yeah. I'm quite happy to watch Cincinnati yeah. lose. And, and that's another cautionary tale. The way they kind of went into the league, we have to, you know, watch that. I mean, I don't think it'll obviously won't be the same situation because the, the city's made a pretty good break with St. Louis FC. The, the, the thing is, and, and Minnesota is going to get this as well, is that, that Cincinnati is going to get a, another bump, another bout of enthusiasm because of the stadium. Yeah. And Minnesota got that, you know, and we're not going to get that. No, we get it all at once. Yeah. Um, which sometimes there's an argument to be made that maybe you should have a few rough years and then... <laughs> do the grand reopening with the new stadium. But uh-huh. but I'm I'm excited to see our new stadium. I'm excited to hit the ground running. I'm glad we're not playing in Bush for a year or playing trying to squeeze into the dome for, for a year. For real, for real. Y'all very much so. Um, you know, or Herman or any of the other alternatives that it could be. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, we don't get like an automatic two-year renewal you know, that, that some mm-hmm. of these guys are going to get. So we do kind of have to hit the ground running. Um, Sarah, any MLS teams you're going to watch or care about? Uh, Seattle. I'll, Seattle. I'll always watch Seattle. Okay. I, and when? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I just, yeah. I, I'm dreading the day when you sit me down and say, Matt, you know, we, we're going to have to learn about Tam and Gam. I'm yeah. dreading it, man. I'm dreading it. And the, the roster rules, the salary cap. I'm just dreading it. I'm t- well, and the whole thing about that is 
you know, like if you're, if you're first getting into the premier league, you do have to learn some things, but once you learn them, you know them and there may be little changes, but Mm -hmm. with MLS, they randomly change stuff all the time. So even if you think, you know, the allocation rule, for example, some new player will want to come over here and they'll change it and they don't want to go to Chicago. So they'll make a weird ruling where you can get around going to Chicago, even though Chicago is the next team with the allocation spot. Um, so yeah, we can get to know Tam and Gam, but they're going to change it. There's going to be a new way for the galaxy to get around the salary cap because <laughs> they always make a rule for the galaxy to get around the salary cap. Um, but I guess, I mean, but I, I guarantee they're not going to make any rule changes for us. Mm, probably not. No. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know why you say that. I mean, it, it is in the, the those kind of rules are so well defined. And it's a single entity, but some entities are are more single than others. I'm listening to George Orwell over there. We're alone in our single entity. Um, but again, though, that is sort of the brilliance of MLS. If you want to, if you're going to call it a negative, you can also look at the features of it. There is a way for Columbus to figure it out for a year and beat the system. We're going to have to be one of those teams that figures it out, beats the system, makes them change the rules to fuck us next year. <laughs> you know, I, I agree. I agree with that. And, and, but I also, you, you look at what Leicester did. You, you look at what West Ham is doing right now. You can still make a play. Yeah. Yeah. In, in an open system, but, or you can look at Newcastle who's about to get relegated again. The so, point of that. But, <laughs> but that is the good news too. We won't get relegated. Yeah, yeah, that, good point. We this won't is America. No one gets relegated. Yeah, that's right. Um, unless you're, you know, in Texas and can't pay your utility bill, <laughs> then you get relegated. I, uh, I'm, I'm not putting on my Ted Vesterveld hat. So, when, well, can we move on? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be on a 15 minute rant. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about some of the local soccer because. Obviously, that was part of our plan for this summer. Um, (laughs) Plans have changed. Plans have changed a little bit. Uh, Atletico St. Louis has announced they will not participate in the NPSL season this year. They're going to take a year off Um, on their podcast. They did mention that they're going to try to play some exhibition games. Um, So that will be nice. Maybe we can go see some live soccer, but it won't be league soccer. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, our friends, the St. Louis Lions, the men's team has also decided they're going to put a hold on this year's USL2 season. Um, obviously, these teams are hurting for money. Uh, sponsorship dollars dried up. They couldn't have any crowds last year, really. Um, so the men men's Lions are going to sit out a year, which we know is hard. It's going to be hard for them to rebound, but their plan is to come back in 2022. They're still going to try to make a go with the women's WPSL season. (laughs) So many acronyms. Uh, But they are still trying to raise some money. So, you know, you can find their GoFundMe online and and maybe give them a hand. But I think think the Lions made the right choice. If you're going to keep one of the two teams this year, I think it's more important to keep the women's team because it's still new. Um, The men have sort of charted their territory. 
I think we need more spots for women to play. We well, yeah, and, and, and it might be cheaper than USL two. People know the Lions, yeah, the men's Lions. That is, and and they know that it's there and it's an established brand, and they can take a year yeah. off and come back without a ma- I mean, there will be a dip, but there yeah. won't be a major drop off. Where if the women did. Yeah. It would be a major drop-off because they're still getting established. So that being said, if the women do manage to play this year, I want to encourage everybody to at least commit to go out to see one game, if we can, mm-hmm. <laughs> if they allow crowds. Uh, same thing with Fire and Ice. I, Mitch, you talked to Lindsay a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's still on track to play this year. On track to play, uh, but obviously, as with every league, every sport, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yet. Uh, the, the conversations with the WPSL have been ongoing, but everything is pretty much, well, let's wait and see. And with a big league like WPSL, they've got a lot of people in different situations. Like USL Championship, they can have a meeting of the 30 teams or whatever, and we can all commit to something. There are WPSL teams that are struggling to get by on a good year. Um, so everybody's situation's a little different. So hopefully we can get something together and hopefully we can get a couple of Derby games with St. Louis Lions women and Fire and Ice women. That would be good for us to go out to. Um, Maritza. Maritza's the other one. That Matt, do you know anything about them? Yeah, I spoke to Lucas Almeida. He's their head coach. And they're not sure which league they're playing in yet. Um, but um, they, they, I asked him, I said, hey, are you guys still a thing? And he's like, we, we plan to play. Okay. You know, we plan That's to good. play. Um, the other thing to mention is, again, if you if you own a small business or if you work for a business that is in charge and you're in charge of some of the advertising things, if you have any room in your budget at all, and we know everybody's struggling with COVID, um, consider sponsoring some of these local teams because they've all been hit really hard. And a lot of the small businesses that usually support them can't do it or they've gone out of business. So if you can, please consider making a sponsorship to one of these teams. Who's our sponsor? <laughs> our sponsor is Mark Gardner with your electric. <laughs> what kinds of electrical work does he do? I heard he does both kinds. <laughs> Country and Western. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he does both, both. And I mean, both, both kinds, kinds, residential and commercials. I'm having Mark do some work at the house here. That's nice. We're, I still need to ask him if he does industrial. I would imagine that's commercial. I don't know. Might right. be up a notch there. It that might, might be. be That's a, a lot of stuff. It is, but you know what? If there's if there's somebody that could handle it, mm-hmm. it's Mark and his team. Yeah. Because they are on top of these things. They are just masterminds of all things that are carried by currents. Hmm. How do you get a hold of him? You know how you can get a hold of him, Sarah? Hmm. You can call him <laughs> at 314-814-3897. That number, 314-814-3897. Last podcast, I didn't say the number right. Oh. I screwed oh, man. up. Mark pointed that out to me very quickly. Thanks for listening, Mark. Christ. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yes, I again, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're needing a new junction box that our, our breaker box is not big enough for the kitchen remodel. Called immediately. First call I made. Mark's the man. Mark Gardner. Mm-hmm. I need I need you to come look at my If you've seen what's happened in Texas and want to figure out how to hook up a generator to your house, Mark Gardner, Call Mark everyone. Gardner. <laughs> there, there's technically more power to our tailgate trailer than there is to a lot of houses in yep. Texas. So. Yep. yep. There, there most certainly is. 
Um, Before we go on, I have to. I have a retraction. Oh, oh. The uh, the last pod, the last podcast we did, I said that Jeremy did not respond to my text on New Year's, uh-huh. and he screenshotted our conversation and sent it to me so that I was aware that I did not text him. I thought I did, and ah. I did not, and he wanted uh, to make sure that I knew that I was wrong. Huh? Correcting Sarah, that's a yeah. bold choice. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, was on, I was on their website, and they're sponsored by Hummel. Yeah. Their shirts, and yeah. they've got a goalkeeper, green goalie shirt for sale right now, and it's lush. Mm. I've always liked Hummel kids. They, they look the business, man. Mm-hmm. They look the business. Yeah, they were. Uh, it's, they tweeted something out the other day about you know starting their camps and stuff, and I was like, oh, I mean, I'm happy for Jeremy. Yeah, but I'm not happy for me. Well, we I, could go there. Yeah, I'm hoping that's yes. still an option that yeah. maybe we can head down. Like there. we can go in a car and then Brad can go separately in another car. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell him we're staying at one hotel. Can can we then... get like one of those tiny U-Hauls and I can just <laughs> sit in the back? Just put the recliner back there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the end table. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Just like that. We'll, we'll give him a cooler. We'll, I'll crack the door open so I can smoke. <laughs> um, I'm actually thinking that's the way to go. I know. As long as it's not June or July. Yeah, I could get a little stuffy. Yeah. I'll drill some air holes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I we'll mean, just get an open trailer again. <laughs> that goes. Just put in the- get one of those cow trailers. <laughs> I'll, I'll just lick lick the bars as people drive by. Is that a man in a recliner in yeah. there? Yep. Is that an end table? Yeah. He's going to market. <laughs> Don't try to stud this one out. <laughs> Don't look at the man, honey. Don't look at the man. <laughs> Um, but speaking of going down to Chattanooga, we've also, you know, talked about doing some other trips. I mean, we got to get this vaccine rolling. Yep. I mean, there's, you know, it's getting better. They're starting to get some doses out there. Um, not in fucking Missouri. Well, mm-hmm. I know, but well, not, no, no, not in not in Madison County either. Not in certain parts of Missouri. Joe Joe says by the end of July we should all be able to get a vaccine. So if that's true, then I think we can start planning maybe some late summer road trips. Yeah, um, you know things. Got to go to Indy. Indy. We got to go to maybe Chicago or Kansas City to see an MLS game. Um, Love to go back to Louisville, see their new stadium again. Um, Lots of good places to go that aren't too far away. Yeah. And again, that's that's our plan. The next couple of summers, there's things to do. Plus, St. Louis FC's academy is in the process. They had their first trial. Uh, We don't need to talk about academy so white, (laughs) but. Mm They are, they are. I'm in free speech jail. <laughs> they are building an academy. They they've had one big trial. They're going to have a couple more at other other spots around the city. But I don't know. Are they talking about actually this summer playing some games, or has that been pushed off till I, next? I think summer? it's got to be pushed off. They have. I haven't seen anything one way or the other. Maybe but some exhibition games this summer if they start. Yeah, announcing I, I'm people. just thinking just the logistics with the yeah. COVID. You can't really because once they get going then there are opportunities to play like the Gallagher clubs or the fuse clubs and things like that. Speaking of which I was going to say, speaking of Gallagher clubs, you didn't even, I missed that. Yeah. You were, you're talking about all these teams that are playing the bad news. 
The good news is, mm. go ahead. USL two. Scott Gallagher is going to have a team in USL two. They're going to play at Soccer Park. Um, so, for those of you who don't know the the various levels, this is this will be a Division four team, much like the Lions. Um, in the USL structure, we don't know exactly what division they're going to be in. Is it the Heartland division? I believe so. Okay. Um, so there's some local teams. I mean, I think Springfield and Des Moines. Des Moines and so we might get to take that trip to Des Moines again, Mitch. L- little, oh, does yeah. A, does a Little Rock have a team? Maybe Little I Rock. I think Little Rock Rangers. Um, so at least that will be close. Something. It's yeah. something. I mean, it's something. Brad Davis, the new president of St. Louis Scott Gallagher, was immediate to, to tweet out that we are invited to come back to the corner. Yeah. Um, holding seats available yeah. for you, I think he said. Which is nice. A nice uh, shout out from the the new president and wanting us back to Soccer Park. And I think that'll be fun. That I mean, again, the USL 2 season is only, I think, eight home games. It's a really short, short season. But yeah, it'll kids, be something fun kids, to do. Kids are going to go yep. back to college, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. But speaking of kids, I mean, you know, people like Ewan and and a lot of the other kids, they're just, they don't care. They just want to come watch some soccer. And that's kind of how I am at this point, too. Um, It won't be as competitive. It won't be as as pretty. No, but Uh, you you can go for the company as well as the football. Exactly. Definitely. And it's a good place for people who are new to St. Louis City who want to get to know other fans. It'll be a good place to greet and do those kind of things. And it's cheap. It's a fun day out. It's kind of like, just like it's training those kids for, to be professionals, it's training us for MLS again. <laughs> That's right. We can keep our uh, voices in shape. And, That's right. Uh, keep our livers <laughs> in shape. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it should be a good time. Um, they are going to be green and blue. Somebody asked if they'll have the St. Louis FC branding. I'm sure they won't. I'm no, sure this it, would just it is just be a St. Louis Scott Gallagher. It is. Um, but, again, any little bit of soccer in town is good, so I'm happy for it. And Patch has already said that we can probably get Brad Davis on the couch, so. Oh, I thought you could say, get me on the field. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I've still got eligibility. <laughs> <laughs> you can only play in the Open Cup because you're over 25. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Just, you can only play in the Open Cup. Well, right, we well. can talk to Brad Davis, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think Tritz is going to uh, be the coach, right? Yeah, yeah that's what so we heard. We should talk to him, too. We should talk to both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, we can get him on the couch after we've had vaccines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fingers um, crossed. Something else. Patch uh, needs a vaccine. He handles raccoons. That's right. <laughs> he needs tetanus, rabies, and COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Round of shots. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it in uh, Australia, koala, koalas carry uh, chlamydia? Yeah. It's like, I don't know what those yeah. raccoons at Soccer Park have. Yeah. <laughs> John Oliver's chlamydia yeah. for koalas center. Give, give Petch a shot for everything. <laughs> um, I did want to mention, um, it's been a while since our last podcast, but Sarah and I did a live video on Twitter where we announced, or well, on Facebook and Instagram. Yep. Well, we had some technical difficulties, but anyway. Who'd I, have thought? I want to mm-hmm. reiterate that Charity Du Jour closed up. We raised yep. $200,000 for charity over the St. Louis FC years. So I was real proud of that. Yes. Uh, most certainly. I was happy about that. Don't get me wrong, but you were sat in my seat. I was in your seat. That's <laughs> you right. Know, I turned it on. I just turned yep. it back off, man. I was furious. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Uh, 
Yeah, Sarah had the uh, blanket on doing her <laughs> FDR. The FDR. It was yeah. like three degrees outside. <laughs> it, it, it was five a, degrees it in was, here. It was a little chilly that the night. The space yeah. heater was on. It's still cold. I'm cold right now. Do you want me to turn the space no, heater on for I'm you, fine. Sarah? Thank you. But again, thank you to everybody who donated. And uh, big shout out to, was it Aaron Yuhi that won Yui, the... Yeah. the uh, yeah, Mike Smith actually won, but he couldn't take them. So Aaron Yuhi came and picked them up, made my wife very happy that they're out of our garage. And that, that I think that will go down in history as the coolest prize we ever gave away. Yep. Pretty much. I mean, I, I've been trying to think about what uh, what we could raffle off that would equal it. And basically, the only thing is the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're a little shy this month, guys. We're going <laughs> to raffle off the trailer. I think Mark would just kill us. Yes, very much so. Um, I do want to mention, uh, in addition to the jerseys that are now available at Ultras, we do still have some 10th anniversary t-shirts and scarves we're trying to move. Um, we, I do have, we do have some ideas for new t-shirts and things we want to do, but we kind of need to get rid of some of the stuff we have before we do that. Um, I know people have asked about a 2021 scarf. We do want to do a 2021 scarf, but we need to sell some of the 10th anniversary stuff we have. So please think about purchasing that. Um, and we can post links again tomorrow about St. that. com. It's pretty yeah, easy. Basically. Um, a couple of updates about St. Louis City SC. Uh, there have been some stadium updates uh, our friend Stephen Hale from Schlafly tweets those updates quite regularly um, kind of neat to see the uh, steel going up um, you know we're not just digging a hole anymore <laughs> they're actually building up uh, you can kind of start to see the the outline of the stadium it's getting it's kind of it, exciting it's kind of looking like a stadium yeah in a little bit right I mean now. I'm not going to be over the top about it but it is pretty cool to see those weekly updates and you can kind of see the progress being made it's going to be exciting to have a new stadium down there seriously yeah. just looking at me like, i don't yeah, care it's free speech jail still. <laughs> you're not in free speech jail oh i am i i don't think on that subject it no. is kind of cool i yeah. mean it's a stadium that's pretty I mean, awesome and, and the fact that he takes those videos from the top of schlafly yeah, yeah. it's like that... i've been there <laughs> i can't wait to be there drinking a beer and watching you know I think if we could all go there for a party on the mm-hmm. weekend and, and watch a little construction, that'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe. Do they construct on the weekends? Though? Well, maybe Probably not. not. No. We'll see what we can arrange <laughs> once the vid yeah. <laughs> says run amok. Just ask a couple of guys to run about with high-vis jackets on. Yeah. Oh. And birds knocking yeah. over stuff. It's fine. Uh, well, you know, maybe we can, uh, maybe we right. could go there like on a Wednesday afternoon and have uh, Will run his drone. <laughs> Hook it up to the TV there at Schlafly. That'd be fun. Um, something fun to do. Uh, we've we've started to share city red things, and uh, on Twitter. And I'm by city red things, I mean shoes, pink things. Uh, Claude tweeted today the uh, Yeti. He found a Yeti cup. Yeah, that is city red. Um, so feel free to share your city red items you and mean tag us. Interstellar red. Interstellar red. <laughs> uh, feel free to tag us or, or use the hashtag city red mm-hmm. on anything that is pink. Mm-hmm. Or because honestly, you know, I like buying new pink shoes. Or uh, you know, maybe I do need a new Yeti cup and I could buy it in city red. So yeah, feel free to share that kind of stuff. 
again, it's part of our streetwear brand <laughs> segment. <laughs> so feel free to tweet stuff like that. I wonder if Garcia Properties would do the a, bandanas in City a Red. A City Red bandana? Mm. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be pretty cool. Then you could have a, your track suit made out of, yeah. with pink and black. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Johnny. Johnny, get up on this, because we can get our uh, track suits made. I still want the puffer jacket made out of the bandanas. Puffer jacket would work well, too. Yeah. Not could maybe get like a bucket hat too made out of them. <laughs> go right back to the nineties. That's right. If we're going tracksuits and puffer jackets, let's get the bucket hat. Let's go right back to the nineties. We'll go straight up Oasis. Yeah, style. with that terrible fur trim on it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Birds just said that. I just you must have guys must have spoke a lot of nonsense on that patio before <laughs> I got here. <laughs> you don't you you don't want a Garcia Properties jacket? I love Johnny, man. Yeah. Love Johnny. Uh, I got plenty of jackets. <laughs> Do you need a satchel? Oh, man, you know, everybody always needs a good satchel. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I don't need a bandana, but I do need a satchel. If you want to start making banda- uh, satchels, I'll, I'll happily take a European man bag off. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jane needs to get yeah. in the uh, yeah. business of satchels. Make some more satchels. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also this was a, a nice little inside look at the St. Lulugan business chat. Uh, <laughs> Mitch and Sarah and I going on and on and on. And then Bert going, what are you idiots talking about? And then we say, we're talking about satchels. He's like, oh, I'll take one. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes it's just me me and Brad arguing and yeah. then Mitch is tanning and yeah. then he comes in like two hours later. Yeah, I, that's the other thing. In Training. addition to the... <laughs> Whatever. Uh, talking about the culture of the league, we could do some paranormal updates. <laughs> There's got to be a haunted building down near know. the stadium. You can't say yeah. the league. You've got to spell it out which league we're talking about because I still don't. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but for those of you who don't know, I am invisible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have any magic battles lately? No, no. I've been keeping my fingers warm just in case, though. <laughs> lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. <laughs> um, something else I wanted to mention with uh, regard to St. Louis City. Um, they announced that they've started their supporters council. That's good. They've they're getting the opinions of fans, um, sort of on the DL who's on the supporters council. But we know a few people. So those of you who are wondering if there are Luligans represented on the supporter council, there are. Uh, not me because I'm old. <laughs> they went young, fresh ideas. Uh, but there are some <laughs> Luligans on the supporters council, and people that you'll like so hopefully they're getting some good opinions there um i don't know i think that's it with city uh but i did want to back to the well we could talk about their uh their post today their social media post (laughs) okay i I think that would be a good topic to discuss they put out a, a, a nice graphic today and it had a phrase on it that I feel like I've heard before. Yes, it, it said in, it's in our history, it's in our blood. Now, clap, 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 clap. clap, clap. clap. <laughs> and that is not claps. That is saying the word clap. Yeah, that's right. That's anyway. right. Um, that was a St. Louis FC. Uh, from the very beginning, that was yeah. their sort of mantra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tagline: plenty of scarves. And uh, there was a chant that went along with it. Mm-hmm. We can discuss what you thought of that. I thought it was a it was a nice nod to St. Louis FC. I I really think they meant that as 
a nod to the past. I really do. I'd like to think that. But you don't. <laughs> but I don't. Okay, what do you think? Now you're invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Brad and I are arguing. I'm invisible. Um, throw some pentagrams. I didn't, I didn't see it at first. I saw that Hustle City. Yeah. I thought that was shy. Yeah. It was it wasn't I, I, and then it was like, oh, it says that as well. But that's cool. Yeah, but it th- wasn't in the graphic. It was the text yeah. that yeah. went yeah. with the yeah. graphic. Yeah. 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 I hate the word no disrespect, but I hate the word hustle. I think it's a, a non soccer word. But it makes me think no. of Pete it's Rose. a soccer mom word. Yeah. And I, it's it's guys like Rex Hudler and Pete Rose. Yeah. yeah. The little scrappy second and baseman. People that trademark you can't spell hustle without the STL <laughs> that's is right. like right. uh where it also makes me think of Larry Flint. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Pour one out for your homies. Um, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think they they meant it badly. I don't think they meant it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I it's it's not like it's a common phrase. I don't think they would accidentally say it's in our history. It's in our blood. I think it could have been a. Uh, Subconscious, Sub- yeah, maybe. I just don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm, se- I'm serious. I don't, I don't care. I, it's, it's, well, put a lot you, of effort you, into this uh, <laughs> little segment here, Bird. shit all over it. It's in our blood. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Results on the pitch. That's what yeah. I care about. No, Player signings. That's true. I mean, I'm, I. It's irrelevant. It's trivial stuff. I'm not gonna. But but we trivial. we've said from the beginning we want them to make more of an effort to bring in the St. Louis. FC fans now, maybe a little ham-handed, but I think maybe this was their way of. No, I don't mind. As I say, I'm not offended yeah. by it or anything. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, you do you. It's it's cool. Yeah. I'm I'm not didn't get on the case about it. It's, it's just that I, yeah, I, I I'm I'm wanting <laughs> yeah. soccer stuff. I, okay, let's talk about soccer stuff. Um, there have been a couple interviews with Lutz recently. He did Grant Wall's podcast. He's done a couple German outlets. There was some interest from West Ham. Inlets. Uh, apparently, there's been interest by a lot of big clubs. Well, and and Newcastle, big, <laughs> and, and big Newcastle. clubs, and Newcastle. Um, kind of nice that he's committed right now, at least, to St. Louis City. Um, but I told people, eventually, an offer is going to come that you can't turn down, whatever it is, and and it might not be money, it might be prestige, it might be whatever. There might be one club in his heart that he's always wanted to work for who knows but that's part of the game at this level too absolutely um we should be flattered that the guy who's he's a wanted guy working for our club is wanted elsewhere um, I, mean, I, I got scoured by total total soccer show but i said you know what no i do this podcast you know i'm gonna i'm settled here <laughs> <laughs> but i think it, it's also it's some people pay. were saying there's <laughs> Not money. Not yeah. money, as you say. <laughs> but some people were saying, there's no way he'd leave. Okay, relax. It, we're talking London versus St. Louis. There's a win for London. Yeah. Um, I'm sure West Ham offering a lot of money. West Ham's a big club. I mean, it's not top four, but it's a big what, club. Oh, it, it is right now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But the, th- the thing is, right, you look at you – look at, I've said this – Many times now since he's been appointed, you look at his list of clubs. He's not interested in the money. If it was solely money, it would be a non-brainer. But I think he's interested in adventure. Yeah, I think he's interested in experiences, and I think, I think the fact that he can be his own man here 
for for a, yeah. you know for the next three four five years and I my my only question is is that he looks like a guy that moves around a lot. He's got the wanderlust. Mm-hmm. It seems he, like yeah. But so did I, and I've settled yeah. in St. Louis. Yeah. So I'm that's not, what twins do to you. <laughs> and but I just don't. I don't want to caution people. There will come an offer mm-hmm. when he will say, "Okay, I'm going." So, I mean, I, people are naive to think. But he can. St. Go, Louis is the best thing ever. It's but, not. Guys. But he could go to West Ham. And they could lose four games in a row. Yeah. David Moyes could get sacked, and a new guy comes in and brings all their own people. A right. lot more pressure at West Ham than there is at St. Louis City. Yep, <laughs> right now, anyway. And, and and as you said, I think it is the experience thing. I think he gets to put his stamp on it yeah. here, and it does help propel him to that next stage, whatever. Oh, that may without be. a doubt. If 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 St. Louis City SC starts well. And I don't mean wins the league in the first year. I just mean solid, competitive, solid. Builds a decent academy. Everything looks good. He'll have another opportunity to to move on and do something well, else. Look at Aunt Aunt, uh, Aunt Pulis. I mean, sir, he yes. got mm. <laughs> he got recognized here. Yeah, and, sure did. And Inter, Inter Miami wanted him, which reminds me. Last night went to the Blues game. Mm-hmm. We're standing up there. I didn't know you were a season ticket holder. You don't know how I spend my money, Sarah? Wow. I, I didn't know. Did you also know? <laughs> I have a mole. Did you know about that? No, but I bet you, Brad does. Did you, get, Mitch, did you get a call about getting vaccinated? I'm sorry? Did you get a call about getting back the vaccine? Uh, I got an email about it. I didn't know you were a first responder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to derail. But anyway, point point being, we're at the game. It's going poorly. All I could think of was yelling, "Fucking do something!" Yep. That was soccer. That was my first experience of Sarah's soccer Tourette's. It just <laughs> spilled out. So she still doesn't remember yelling that. No, I remember. <laughs> I I just didn't expect it to come out so loudly. <laughs> She's looking around. Oh, I guess I said that. Uh, yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh. <laughs> yep. Um. No, but I mean, that is the world we're in now. That is, you know, if you do something well, somebody's going to come looking for you. So you do something bad, right. fucking do something. The, fa- the fact of the matter is that if, unless you're Real Madrid, Manchester City right now, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, we're all selling clubs. Yeah. Absolutely. We're, we're all, you know, you, know, you can well, get... And get sometimes people get tired of Real Madrid too. You know, I mean, yeah, it happens. So it, it, it's a pressure cooker. You but know, I just think it's funny. Some people think St. Louis is the best job in the world. You need to get out of St. Louis once in a while. Hmm. London's pretty nice. Um, Brad, there's a pandemic. You can't get well, out of St. Louis. Well, that's true. That's true. You can go to Chattanooga. Chattanooga. And some, some of St. Louis <laughs> got Chattanooga. So, you know. Um, all right. Let's do the, the main topic that I wanted to do tonight that we I think we can all go off on equally. Pants. Not Pants. <laughs> The pants store. Uh, hard clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah likes to call them. Away clothes. Um, no, it's it's come to light. There is. Don't you have home clothes and away clothes? Absolutely. See? I'm. A, I, I have on I, away socks today. I'm in home clothes. <laughs> um, it has come to light that Charlotte FC, who is also starting in 2023 <laughs> with us, they will be charging personal seat licenses for their seats, not in the supporter section, but basically everywhere else in the stadium. Um, those range from, I think I read this 
cheapest one was $300 a seat up to thousands per seat. Um, for so those, th- of- so that like, so you pay that right yes. to get to, for it, what? It gives for you permission right to buy, buy a season ticket. Does that go towards your season ticket? No. no. It's a cash. That's a cash bunch infusion. of bullshit. And if you decide not to renew your season ticket, yeah. you lose that. Do you have to pay that every year? No. no you it's pay a one-time one, fee. So you'd pay the $1,000 once. Okay. And you have the right to have season tickets. And then every year you renew your season tickets at, say, $800. So... For the next two, three years, you pay $800, and they have your $1,000. It's gone. It's just... Yeah. It's gone. That, you was, can, your, that you was your admittance into the club. That's just for the right to buy season tickets. That's it, yeah. Now, you can decide to sell it to your friend if if you don't want your season tickets. Because if you don't renew your season ticket, it's just gone. Yep. But if you can get a friend or someone to buy your seat license, mm-hmm. you can. Um, they are transferable. But again, it's just it's it's just a cash grab. Oh, That's yeah. all it is. Within yep. th- within three years, you won't need a, to buy a season ticket. You can go on Groupon and get one. Get, get, yeah. a, get single yeah. match tickets. It's just. But again, the point of this is, I bet just, not even within three years. It's just charging a lot of extra money, which is a barrier to entry to regular fans, to families yeah. who want to. I mean, you can say, well, three hundred dollars isn't that much, but if you've got a family of four, it's twelve hundred. That instantly becomes twelve hundred bucks. That's before you buy the tickets. Which and and for a game and a league that are supposed to be bringing people together, that does nothing for lower class people. It's supposed to be the alternative to NFL and MLB and NBA with the high ticket prices. Well, and speaking of NFL, there's a lawsuit going on right now in St. Louis. Where PSL holders are suing Kroenke, yeah, because essentially it's a violation of the PSL agreement that yeah. you know we bought this because there's going to be a team there. You fucked off to LA. Yeah. You give us our money. Give the PSL back, right? Because yeah. because at this point in time, we have no way of purchasing our season tickets. Now I do need to step in right now and say. CKB and City immediately came out and said we will not be charging a PSL. Which is good. Yeah. Especially in St. Louis. In St. Louis, we know how bad it is. After the Rams debacle, if they would have done that, I legitimately think they would have hung and quartered her. But Charlotte has said other teams are looking to do this. And you know they are because if it works in Charlotte and I build a new 200 to $500 million stadium, I'm going to be looking to get my money back. And if I see fans paid it in Charlotte... Well, maybe they'll pay it in Nashville. And that is the thing they said, it. too, is that they did put out a statement. I think uh, Ben Gashon, Gorshan, whatever, on Twitter, yeah. Soccer Goose, I think I think he had tweeted something out saying that they basically said, this is a way for us to get our investment in that stadium back yeah. because it's sunk cost. Well, you fucking made it, so... <laughs> right. I mean... Right. It's like... You know, I bought this laptop. I'm not expecting you to chip in for it. Yeah, because if I I'm... use it, I have to pay like a $100 yeah. fee. Right. Fuck off with and that. It, but in addition to the PSLs, I think... Speaking of which, you used my scanner. <laughs> in addition to the PSLs, the prices themselves are pretty I high. I was going to make that. Right. I was ridiculous. I was going to have you let you have your little PSL around. Yeah. But you take that away, Yeah. there's still yes. a lot of money. Now, the supporter section... And Sarah, you had a good comment about this the other day. 
the supporter section is still reasonable. It's four hundred dollars and has no PSL and has it has a fifty dollar fee, fee. fee, which they could charge every year and could raise it every year. But, a, but that's we, for, that's for that front office supporters <laughs> exactly yeah. thing. But the problem with that is though, if I'm a family, you know, I don't know anything about soccer yep. culture at all. I just want to take my family of four to a game. When I do it for the Cardinals or when I do it for the Blues, I just say, what's the cheapest you got? Yep. Because it ain't, you know, I don't, I'm not made of money. Right. If I'm taking four people to the game and I'm going to have to buy sodas and I'm going to have to buy. Parking and. So just give me the cheapest tickets you got. Mm-hmm. Well, those families who just buy the cheapest tickets, which are the supporter section, they're not going to be happy in the supporter section. Nope. No, and they're going to ruin the supporter section. Well, one of one of two things is going to happen. They're going to be unhappy fans and never come back. Yep. Because there's flags, there's smoke, there's cursing, there's cursing yeah. Beer. Yeah, there's, there's drunk beer people. being spilled. Um, We've seen that at, at, at the park, yeah. right? Or that's where more and more families will go because it's cheaper and it will dilute the supporter section experience. Yep. In three years of those prices, it fucking ghost town anyway. The families can go where they want. But they really need to have a family section that is priced the same as the supporter section on the opposite side. I mean, kind of like Sporting Kansas City has the South Stand versus the Cauldron. I mean, it's still a, a fan-friendly, you know, and there are supporters groups over there. But it's not the cauldron experience. Yeah. But it's something, you know, you need a cheap section for families to go to. But the the prices on the Charlotte, Charlotte thing, it was like, what is it, $1,000 for the top row? Mm-hmm. Did they require a deposit? They did require a deposit. It's refundable. How much was the deposit? I, th- I think it was like ours. I think it was, you know, 50 bucks or whatever. It's just, I don't know. But it's And it's worrisome. refundable. And, and a lot of people have already asked for their deposit back yeah. because the PSL thing. What if what? Here's the thing. What if City doesn't have a PSL, but they just have the same thing? It's just called something different. Well, what if they just add that to the cost of the of season tickets? That would be my concern more than anything. Yeah. You know, if if the top row at the new stadium is a thousand dollars, I will Ugh. be pretty talkative about how that's pricing people out of the game, even if the supporter section is reasonable, because. You can do both. You can have a reasonable supporter section and still have tickets for the average fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about the 50-yard line or, you mm-hmm. know, those are going to be expensive tickets. And they should be. The suites are going to be expensive tickets. But you need to have areas of the stadium which are for regular people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because but, that's what this game is about. And mm-hmm. you want... you supposed want, to be. You want more people to get involved with this team. And you can't do that if you set the price so high that it keeps them out and it's not like they've been around for decades and have a history of championships where they can say hey we are the top ticket even though soccer i think is well supported in st louis you still are building the game you still need to build the brand because there's a lot of i mean we know it was st louis scott gallagher we we thought it would be a cakewalk to sell out soccer park every week with how many soccer people there are in st louis they don't come. Mm-hmm. You have to make it reasonable. Well, because it, if you've played three games on a Saturday morning with, right. with Aiden, Braden, and Caden, right. then you're not going to spend the Saturday evening going to another game. Right. Especially yeah. if it's 200 bucks a ticket. Oh, yeah. Right. 
Yeah. You know, you've already spent four grand a year at yeah. Lufus for the, the right. prices. And, and, and you're paying 20 bucks to park. And you're sorry. Paying... <laughs> this, this disclaimer, I have no idea how much I know, Lufus I know. charges. I, I don't want to turn his letter in the it, But it's not cheap. I mean, whatever soccer club you're in, oh, the I, pay-to-play system is not cheap. The Gottmans have told me what they're yeah. spending on. It's crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... So, again, the Gottmans are a perfect example. It's mm-hmm. a family of four. Yep. They both kids are active in sports, so they're paying a shit ton of money there already. Caden is a, an elite goalkeeper at her age, yeah. So she's on the best team, which travels, travel, and all which, that. Which you know, she is tournament she, fees and well, and, and Derek and, and Chrissy have told me several times. Oh, she played a game for this team at ten o'clock, and then got a we got a text from another team a year older saying, "Can you play at one o'clock?" And of course, she wanted to. And so now they're putting in, you know, and this weekend they're in Springfield, Illinois, right. and next weekend they're in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, and right. So all of that adds up, and then you want this. This is the prototypical soccer family in St. Louis who mm-hmm. should be the core of your fan group, and then you're going to charge them a thousand dollars for season tickets per ticket. It gets a little. I mean, I can't afford that. Well, and, and even, you know, speaking of the blue season tickets, you get 41 games yeah. for whatever it is. And look, we'll, this is going to be 17 to 20. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be 17 to 20. But uh, let's say for two tickets in good seats, yeah. not not the last row, but let's say it's six grand for those two two yeah. seats, 41 games. And the Blues won a Stanley Cup. Yeah. You know, they are a hot ticket. You know, so it is something that they can charge that price, but you are getting 41 games for that money. At that point, you're getting half the games for almost the same money. And we also have to discuss the fact that you've got a choice. You can make tickets reasonable and sell out and have people waiting to get in. And then with all of those people in there, they're, you know, we said you're buying sodas, you're buying beers, you're buying parking, you're buying scarf or scarf or t-shirt or whatever, or you can charge double and, and get half the amount of people there. Mm-hmm. What's more important to you? I think having that full stadium experience is really, you know, that sells it even more because, well, and that's the other thing too, is that most of these secondary markets are owned by Ticketmaster or yeah. Live Nation now. Yeah. So you are kind of controlling some of that availability. But you also want to hook the kids. Yes, exactly. You want to hook the kids, man, because they're, they're your customers. In 15 years, when they come to the games on their own, you, you want the kids, the 8, 9, 10, 11-year-olds, to be, go, be able to go to games. You want their parents to be able to afford to take them to games. And you want them to be able to afford to take them to six games a year, mm-hmm. not one game a year. Correct. One yeah. game a year... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice, but it doesn't make you a fan. It doesn't, you know what I mean? If you take them to several games a year, they you get them for life. What taking them to one game a year is not much different than one day at Six Flags, right? Or or, or Monster Jam when it rolls right. through town, it, right? Right. You know, a, a, an event. But you don't. Well, and the, and therein lies the question. I think some owners think of Six Flags as their competition. They think of it as a Let's take the family to one game a year. But then there are those owners who, let's just say Merritt Paulson. He wants you there. He mm-hmm. wants you there for life. He wants the six-year-old that 
got his picture taken on a billboard that they put up around town with the fucking axe. He wants that kid bringing his grandkid to the game. But you, did, hey, did mm-hmm. you see Paula's prices? Well, that, well, of course. I mean, it, it happens. But they sell out. Yep. But yeah, you, they that, that is a, and they are but, expanding the t- stadium. They're not topping off the upper tier. They're not starting from zero. That's the this other team is starting no, from I agree. zero. I, agree. I mean, the Timbers have had thirty years yeah. of being a. Uh, an active community member and they've won an MLS championship you know like you said with the Blues having won the Stanley Cup I mean St. Louis City is and they chose to start this brand from zero not that St. Louis FC was was a hot brand but at least you would have had some carryover but you're starting a brand from scratch you can't start it from scratch and charge a thousand dollars per season ticket Mm -mm. and build that core you know, organic groundswell sort of support. You need to you need to make places for those who don't have the money. Well, and and you keep and and a credit to city for you know constantly marketing. This is for the entire region. It's not just for the county people yeah. in the you know club soccer. It's for everybody. And as soon as you put that thousand dollar price tag on it, it really cuts it down on who's invited everybody. to the party. Yep. Yeah, it, it's people in a certain tax bracket, and it's people with a certain amount of free time that can choose to spend that money there. So you have you've really narrowed that. While I am excited and happy that they've said we're not doing the PSL, yep, it's not as simple as that. You've got to follow through and have reasonable pricing on those season tickets and have a range. Yeah, I mean. Charge whatever you can for the suites. I get it. Mm-hmm. That's what they're there for. Even have the, the club seats, have the fancy seats, have the the all inclusive you know seats. I was yeah. going to use the blues. They have like the first six yeah. rows are the all inclusive seats where they bring you food and drink. Cardinals are the same way. I'm not yeah. saying great midfield, you know, front row should be a cheap ticket. Right. But the upper corners of the bowl, they better be cheap. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yep. and by cheap, I mean reasonable. Affordable. Like, mm-hmm. like if, you, if you want to charge Real Madrid prices, you best have Real Madrid on the field. Yeah. Real Madrid performances. Uh, and well, I, I and, think, and we I can talk about that. The Bundesliga, which I know it's not exactly fair to compare because they do have some laws and some rules in Germany, but that's what Bundesliga does right. Mm-hmm. They get fans in the game, and it doesn't cost you everything you have. I mean, Bird, you've talked about this growing up in England. Mm-hmm. It was affordable to go to a Manchester United game. Now, not so much. It, well, when I was sixty, when I was fifteen, um, I could stand in the Stratford end for three pounds, which is five bucks. Yeah, and that was what I don't know, thirty years ago. Um, and then after the Taylor report, after Hillsborough, they knocked the Stratford end down. And I became 16. So instead of having to stand as a, as a child for three quid, I then had to sit down as an adult at 16 for 25 pounds. Yeah. I couldn't afford it, man. I, just, mm-hmm. I, I had a paper round. I used to do the newspapers. You know? I, I... But now, I don't think 40 bucks is too expensive for a single game ticket. For a good seat. For a good seat. And so like if I want to take my family okay i'll spend a hundred bucks or i'll spend 150 bucks but when you're talking about 150 bucks a ticket then you get crazy yeah (laughs) so i even taking it a step further you know we're talking about kids jack turned 16 in december yeah he's got a car his friends are that age 
if they decide, hey, this summer we want to go watch a city game. Yeah. It, you know, high school kids don't make adult money. I, I think they should have $25 seats. At, at, at the absolute most, that should be the minimum price. Yeah. I mean, I, I would mean, be... And ha- I, I'm taking into account, they are building a $200 million stadium, and mm-hmm. they, they, they're not a charity. They can't do it for free. But I think it's worth it in the long run to have some... Is it so bad to have those corners that aren't very good right. views? You know, okay, so it's 150 seats at 15 bucks. You know, whatever whatever it is yeah. that you know, and, and you can even b- make those be day of, you know, yeah. day of game sales or what have you. I got two things to say. The PSL, going back to your point about other teams are going to start doing it in which other teams? Like Colorado, they they get twigs and shit for attendance. Cincinnati, it, I bet's looking be, at it. Well, it's going to be, it's going to have so to be Sacramen- new stadiums. Is Sacramento going to do it? No. Yeah. You know, they, they're, they're used to paying 150 bucks, the Tower Bridge Battalion. But, they okay. ain't going to stand for it. Hey, if it works in Charlotte, when Miami builds their new stadium, they'll do it. Absolutely. If Atlanta decides to build a soccer-specific stadium because they can, I don't know. They'll do it. I don't know if Atlanta would because they're the ones that have made the tickets affordable and they've kept uh, concession prices low. And they've if won. They, if they and can, they won. If they can get away with it, they'll do it. I see. I don't think they can though. I think they've set a precedent where I hope. I hope I'm wrong. But, it's fan friendly, but. Wherever it's hot, wherever they're, you know, they have to be careful. You look of at what, course, of you course. look at Houston. You look, Columbus won the league and got twelve thousand people. They, you know, Precourt was going to move them because they weren't getting the fans. Winning teams are struggling for attendance. No, I know, I, I know this, mm-hmm. but greedy people are greedy, and they will do whatever they can get away with. Water I'm is just wet. saying it. No, I know. No, I agree 110 It makes no sense. We can talk all day about how stupid it is, but if they can get away with it... Somebody's going to pay for they'll it. They'll do it. Yeah. And that's the thing. All it takes is people willing to pay for it. Right. And if you're a company buying a box... And or, we've or, seen companies do that. We've seen them sell out their hardcore fans who've been with them from the beginning if they can get a few more bucks out of the Johnny-come-latelys. Mm-hmm. They'll do it. But it's not long-term success. No. And, and it's incredibly well, short-sighted. And a lot of these owners... They aren't in it for the long term. No, they're not. They want to own the team for five years, and they want to see its values go up. I mean, it came out this week. I mean, Atlanta's worth like $400 million when he bought it for $125 million. A lot of these owners just want to buy it, hold it for five years, and then turn it and sell it. Aston Villa's worth £75 million. Pounds. It's, a, it's a nonsense. It's it is a, a nonsense. Those valuations, I don't buy them. Same as GameStop. GameStop stock. It well, it is whatever it is. I'm waiting on the show squeeze, man. <laughs> so, I don't know. I hey, think the PSLs... Paper-handed bitches. <laughs> the PSLs are a bad thing, but just as bad is the... We got to watch what St. Louis does with the pricing on the tickets outside of the PSLs. So. I, do, I do think Dennis has been talking a good game about that, so... You know, I, I'd like to think that he's got a good idea and of it. And he understands coming from Denver where we're fan- the hardcore fans yep. are the lifeblood the backbone of right. that team. Right. And he, he sees how empty Dick Sporting Park is. Yeah. yeah. He sees, he, I mean, he's got to see that. And that's what I'm afraid of. And and people mocked me saying, oh, the one the shiny and new wears off. It's a very real uh, oh, concern. Oh, it's very real. Yes, It's yes. a very real concern. Definitely. Well, and the other thing is, too, is that, you know, 
they're not the only ticket in town. No. So if if they're middling, not even struggling, if they're just mid-table, but the Blues are doing really well and the Cardinals are doing really well, people are going to choose to take their money to a winner over a middling. But here's the thing. I, I've watched a, a bunch of expansion teams come through. I'd love to be mid-table. Mid-table yeah. would be all right. I'd be, yeah. I'd, right. Be, I'd be very happy with but I'm sa- But I'm saying is hey, that with the Cardinals after, and after the Blues. what we've head. gone through yeah. with St. Louis FC, For real. Yeah. mid-table. <laughs> Let's do it. But, but you know, if people are used to the Cardinals being successful, mm-hmm. people are now getting used to the Blues being successful. So the 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 barometer changes with the other teams in your environment. Soccer guy, guys, if you're a new listener, soccer's fucking miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Mitch, my boy Mitch here. Plan new, to have your heart broken a lot. New, new mm-hmm. Ninety nine. This is this is not ESPN in the morning where you can watch the Bundesliga and, and have your pick of the, the you know Sunderland. Get your mindset on Sunderland. Ninety nine point nine percent of soccer teams in the world are Sunderland. And they're turgid, and embrace that because that's what soccer is. Okay, so I'll I'll give you an option to make fun of Newcastle here Mm because you're good at it. Since Mike Ashley bought the team, they have been relegated three times. Three times. Mm -hmm. Or have they been promoted three times? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Glass half full, Mitch. (laughs) Between, Between the end of World War II and when Mike Ashley bought the team, guess how many times they were relegated? Twice, three. They went. They so went. you're saying he's accomplished in a short, short time <laughs> what the team accomplished in seventy years. years? Come on! Yeah. But Newcastle has a similar problem to what St. Louis is going to have: is that to entice players to Newcastle, you got to pay top dollar. Yep. So I'm, I'm actually ain't going to do that. Nope. And because uh, all the all the wags and the wives and the girlfriends and the players they they want to walk down the King's Road in London and play for Fulham and, and that's why Fulham have been able to snag these players and Bournemouth you can play in Bournemouth and and Southampton and Brighton and live in London that's why those teams do well and Sunderland and Newcastle are shite mm-hmm. and they're struggling it's they can't entice players that and we are not L A we are not Miami we are it's, not New it's York it's Columbus it's Kansas City. You know, those are the teams, even Colorado, you know, Colorado's got more going for it since it's a beautiful place, but the, the wives don't want to go there. Yeah, they, 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 they don't know. Like people growing up in Europe, they know New York, Las Vegas, LA, Miami. Maybe Chicago. Maybe. But the, planes if they're la- Polish. Planes land in <laughs> Chicago to take them to Disney World. Yeah. That's where you change planes. <laughs> Yeah, I, layover FC <laughs> <laughs> or Toronto. <laughs> They're gonna know Toronto, but I, but but and that's not Toronto's I, international. And I'm city, not yeah. dissing St. Louis when I say that. No, no, no but, it's it's but fact. Ninety nine point nine percent of soccer teams are that, and it's a struggle bus. And, and the thing is, is that I think St. Louis, Louis is not the American dream. No, Miami is, <laughs> and St. Louis has been spoiled by Cardinal players. Who come here and say it's the greatest town, and they stay here. And I still they think we can get here. there. I still think we can get. No, I agree. Yeah. But people don't. But you're know not going to get exists. messy to come people here. People don't know it exists. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. problem. People don't live in Brittany, France. Going, yeah. I, I can't wait to go to St. Louis. Yeah, and th- they want to go to Vegas. They want to go to Miami. Yeah. But they, they just don't know it exists. It's a great town. I love living here. I'm very settled here. Yeah, but. They just, but we don't. We don't have the mountains. We don't have the beaches. We don't have the. You if know, you, if you'd have said to me at seventeen, name a city in the, the middle of America, I'd have been. I don't know. Yeah. You know, Dallas. Yeah. I don't know. 
No, it's true. I mean, well, and your average American can only name London in right. for real. I mean, right. for real. So, all right, that was sort of that discussion. Um, we do have a few questions. Do we want to take a break and then do questions, or do no, we want? Let's just keep right. going. Mitch just wants to keep going. Tried to get us a cigarette there, Sarah, but I guess not. <laughs> Okay. We're not going to have that much. Um, We're already an hour in, so it's, all it's right, just... All right, all right. We'll finish uh, it out. Toughen up. Jason McAdams, uh, his comment was, Everton beat Liverpool. Everybody loves Everton beating Liverpool. Is any any contradiction to that? I'd like to love it a little bit more, actually, Jason. I, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was happy. There's a lot of long-suffering Everton fans yeah. that we know, like Cody and Jason and... and Actually, I only know two Everton fans. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they have suffered. and But you know what Carlo Ancelotti has built himself a good team up there? Yeah. You know, getting Hammers Rodriguez and Calvert-Lewin. He got him from your mob, didn't he, Arsenal? Yeah. yeah he's banging in the goals. He's going to play for England in the, the Euros. Um, good for them. Liverpool can't. They couldn't hit a barn door from five yards away right now. But They, they had a couple amazing seasons. Yeah. It's a, it's a rebuilding job for, for uh, Klopp. I, I like Klopp. I think he's a good manager. but um, I'd like him better if he was on the sidelines at Arsenal. Oh, man. <laughs> it infuriates me that he was available and United got Louis van fucking Gaal. But, <laughs> but you know, Where? Milner's getting old. Yeah. Milner's getting old. Firmino, he's, his best days are behind him. You know, Mo Salah, is he going to ever get any better than he is right now? No. No. Um, he, they're, they're on a rebuilding job. And... Mm. and it's going to take a while, and it's hard to keep finding the diamonds in the rough like Andy Robertson. And, you know, good, good for Everton. And I, I always love Liverpool getting schlacked. You know, <laughs> long may it continue. Sarah's kind of a closet Liverpool fan over there. She's got friends who are Liverpool fans. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. You don't, well, you don't have an English Premier League no, team. No, I don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> no, I don't care about England. Okay. Um, Cake with a J just wanted to let us all know he misses us. We miss you too, Leader Jake. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, sure do. Hopefully, one of these days we'll have a uh, have an event. Um, I, I would like I would like on another podcast in the future, Sarah, Sarah to tell us all about Hadrick Split. Okay, yeah, I, you I, could I, do I, that. Just tell us all about it because I I know nothing about I, that. I, I, Same, yeah. Again. Not not right now because we're shit. Okay, because ninety nine point nine percent of all soccer in the world yep. is changing. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Jim Bellinger, what do you guys think of the Chicago House Athletic Club? That's the new NISA Chicago team. They announced their name today. Mm-hmm. Chicago House Athletic Club. I, I don't. I mean, it's it's unique. Yeah, it, it's a Peter Wilt. I it's mean, Peter Wilt. that is yeah. a Peter Wilt. That's true. Trademark. But, but I don't. I don't know what the house is about. I'm, am I supposed to know? Is it a Chicago thing? Is it? I watched some of the video, but I didn't watch all of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. No, it's it's. I like the logo. I like the colors. It's it's a unique logo. It doesn't look like everybody else's in yeah. the world. Um, the so, colors are fairly unique. I mean, you've seen a few use that kind of color scheme, but it's not overdone or mm-hmm. out, no. right. played at all. It's not red and blue or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Club Foot Montreal. <laughs> it does not have a butthole anywhere on the crest. No. Um, so I mean, it's okay. Um, I, I, I what's, the, what's the over under on them still being around in four years? And, and the whole league, for that matter. Yeah. I, I still don't know what I think of Nisa. I mean, I kind of like the idea of it, but I don't know if it's gonna do. That's anything. just a Detroit has tainted you. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um. Mark wants to know why Sarah's in free speech jail. I don't think we can get into that right now. No, because I'm in free, <laughs> speech, in free jail. speech jail. 
You are not allowed to have an opinion on that, sir. I am not, no. Um, the Yank 48 wants to know anything you hope City does with the stadium. Uh, his wish is the South Stand as a watch party spot for Sergeant Games or other European games. Bathrooms. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what I want them to do. Yeah. I mean, I do. I like the idea of, of having some watch parties there for away games. I mean, I know several clubs have the supporters bar. Right kind of concept i like that um we mentioned it in the discussion i think i would like them to have a, a dedicated family section mm-hmm. where i would like toilets accessible from the outside of the stadium so that if you are outside all day watching games on big screens or they yeah. want to make it a destination yeah. yeah you know you're not having to pee in port port john's like you were yeah. in columbus yeah you know, you, that's a good point yeah you know, or buy an rv and charge five dollars <laughs> personal seat license on the toilet <laughs> <laughs> that you know i'm telling you mitch that was one of my favorite soccer experiences dude oh it that, was it was charging it, people to use the rv no just, just in general, i mean i mean the whole thing just the, the ride out there day, the whole day getting out there throwing the uh, chicken satays and the lamb ribs on the little portable grill and charging people to use the toilet and losing by ipod and we had a blast inside. It was just phenomenal. Waffle House in the morning. Oh, Waffle House in the morning. That was the best Waffle and, House and I've Mark ever had. And Mark Garner just said, he, he wanted everything, like a big old scramble. Yeah. And, he, and he, right at the end, he, he just said to the waitress, can you put gravy on that for me? And, I, and everyone just went, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> everyone put their hands on that. Yeah. Yep, just bring like a coffee pot full of gravy. <laughs> he just, well, I'll have sausage gravy on that. It was it, just the, the whole experience. It was, it was phenomenal. But that's... That's what soccer games should be. That's oh, absolutely. What, I mean, and that's what it is to be a part of a supporters group. I mean, for those of you who don't know or maybe haven't bought in, I get it. It can be intimidating, but just going to games with your friends and, and like, away games. I mean, you even made the joke about going to Des Moines. Yeah. You know, it's like. Nobody- it's a funny. It's it, it's not really a funny story, but in all of our minds, it was a fun trip. And we had, right. you know, a good story to tell. and. I mean, that's what it is, whether we go to Kansas City together or, you know... Ride the train up to Chicago. We go to Nashville and I eat hot chicken no. and destroy an Airbnb. I, I think Americans have this uh, inferiority complex a bit. They, they look at European soccer, they, they, you know, they look at the Bundesliga and the Premier League and they have like a little inferiority complex like, I wish we had that. Yeah. But you know what? Every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock in the morning, groups of guys... Get on minibuses and drive around Europe yeah. to watch their team play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we did that to go to Sporting KC for the Open Cup, yeah. that was no different. That is, we we are not an inferior supporters. We're, we're just supporters, yeah. man. And and it does have a a different flavor. I mean, you know, we have the tailgate culture that really they don't have in Europe as much. Um, but but yeah, going to the games with your friends, whether it's a home game or away game, you know, you get excited about Saturday morning. Okay, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go buy my beer. I'm gonna ice it down. I'm gonna meet a couple of friends at two o'clock in the afternoon, and we'll have a couple of beers, and then we'll go to the game early, a couple hours, and we'll have beers with you know other friends, and like it's it's a religious experience the day, and even more so when it's like okay, sir, we'll be in Collinsville at, you know, 7 a.m. We'll pick you up in the commuter parking lot. Mm -hmm. We'll go, you know, then we're driving to Louisville. And, you know, we'll stop three places on the way. I mean, it's just 
We'll leave Madden at a rest <laughs> stop. And, and you know what? You've told all these stories. We've told all these stories, yeah. and we've never once mentioned the result. Because at the end no. of the day, the results are kind of immaterial. Well, well when, you, when we were going to Louisville, it was never <laughs> a good result. But, but no, even but when we went to Columbus, the U.S. Right. lost. I mean, right. it's, it's, I was I was just as excited to go to Louisville every time. Yeah. Regard I, whether whether we had a good chance or whether we had a bad chance or I mean, you know, there but, were some games I knew ah, we're yeah. going to get hosed. But, but but like when we played Atlanta in the Open Cup. Yeah. There's the part of you that says. We could do this. Logically yeah. speaking, we're we're probably not going to win. So but, why should I drive fourteen hours? But and you're like, I fourteen hours with my friends on a bus? Fuck yes! I couldn't imagine not yeah. taking that trip. Right. If we right. could have gone to Rock City, still. We should. Yeah, we should have gone to Rock City. In retrospect, but yeah. when we, Rock City. But when, was, we, when we went to Colorado as well, you you yeah. knew. Yeah. You know, you're huffing and puffing, walking from the parking lot. You're like, we, we ain't gonna win this. Yeah, but it was still a great trip, and and, and but yeah, I, I didn't love say the away well, games. we we lost the game. I really wish I hadn't gone to Colorado Springs with my friends. I mm-hmm. love away days. Oh, yeah. I do too. Well, and and you know when Ewan started going with us, it's like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna fuck with Ewan in the back of a van for <laughs> six hours. You know, I mean, it's just fun. Even I, going to Harrisburg was kind of fun. Yeah, no, it was a great it was trip. Kind yeah. of fun. I mean, the the, the ninety minutes that we had to enjoy was. Garbage, yeah. But everything else, I was very drunk. You call that man a shoe bomber? <laughs> <laughs> the Monopoly man <laughs> with the top hat and the yeah. <laughs> but see, this is it. I mean, you're 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 la- the only the two of you only know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And even for us, I'm jealous. I'm like, man, I wish I'd have gone to Harrisburg. Yeah. And I know we lost that game. Yeah. I know it was yeah. ugly. Mm-hmm. I know we got the picture from Bird saying she mad. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how's Sarah? I don't know. I'm not going to go near her for the next hour. You know, aren't you guys sharing a room? Yes. <laughs> she, 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 she mad. Pissed. She Very mad. Pissed. Um, but yeah, that's all part of it, and that's you know, if, if you are new to the podcast, if you're new to the group, I can't express to you how much fun you're going to have. And the thing is, too, is that if you are new, don't worry about it because there are yeah. dozens of people that we can talk about. You know, uh, Claude and Michelle and mm-hmm. and uh, what's his name? Rob and uh, Andrew Vernon. It, Andrew Vernon. That's another one. But like, I think of all these people that I became friends with mm-hmm. because of these trips that I had never spoken to. And yeah. and people that like I didn't get to know until later, people that we talk about now, like Leader Jake mm-hmm. or Matt Baker, who have been around but weren't fully in mm-hmm. like we we talk about them like they've been around forever because you get in. Yeah. And like once I, you're in, you're in. Like I never b- really bonded with Mark Gardner till this last season. Yeah. And and you both have been around forever. Yeah. 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 The, the fact of the matter, there, there, there will be drama. And it, we'll get upset at trivial stuff. But at the end of the day, we all have to realize we're on the same side. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, we'll, and winning cures a lot of ills. Yeah. You know, me, me and Claude didn't speak for the best part of six months during the Precky era. It was <laughs> stupid. It was stupid. But you know what? We both bounced out of Kansas City out of Sporting Park after we beat them 4-3 that game. Yeah. And mm-hmm. winning cures a lot of ills. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. The last question tonight, and I do want to mention, this is this comes from Lou Boys SC. And uh, they've been doing some good podcasts lately where they're interviewing past St. Louis FC players. So hmm. check them out. Uh, they had... Um, they had I, fan, didn't they? They had fan. Yeah. They've had uh, Je- Jeremy. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. 
Um, La Frenchie. They've got uh, <laughs> Kyle Gregg coming up on an episode, like I think, in the next couple of days. So check out their podcast. Kyle Greggity. Kyle Greggity. I want to bag it up. Um, but their question is, they would like to hear us discuss our all-time St. Louis FC starting 11. So. Here we go. <laughs> One through eleven. <laughs> let's, all yeah, yeah. all miracles. I would like a team of miracles. Um, let's, let's, we may not win, but they won't walk. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got red cards. Nobody, nobody's going to take that game lightly. Uh, let's let's start at keeper. Patrick McLean. Okay, one hundred percent record. One hundred percent record, man. Yeah, lose a game. Big game. Small small sample size, but yeah. big game. Um, I I think my number one keeper. Is Morton. Mine is mine is Morton. Um, I put Grinny as a close second. I'm gonna take Grinny. Yeah. That's mine. He had some big games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, I, Go- think I think Gomez was a good keeper for us. Yeah. Cal Morton had a better defense in front of him than Grinny. Yeah. 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 Grinny was by himself a lot back <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Also, like Mark Pace. Yep. I was gonna alternate. say I was gonna say Mark Pace is third on mine yeah. my list. And and that's hard to put We've him had there. a lot of really good keepers. Yeah, we have. And, mm-hmm. and and the worst thing is is like Grinny and Pace suffered because of shit play in front of them. Yeah. Like if if oh, you would have had burner that. There's yeah. burner, burner. There's okay. Alec Khan. Yeah. Gomez. Gomez. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and we're not even mentioning Richard Thompson. Alex Riggs. Riggs. He's the only key the only keeper until we beat them, but to beat Louisville. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. he was Fish, yeah. Can I just have them all there? Give yeah. all the keepers. Okay. I mean, yeah, literally, we go with six keepers <laughs> on the line. <laughs> A famous six-one-one-one formation. <laughs> I mean, literally, you could take any keeper except for one of them. And, and he wasn't bad. He was just crazy. Yeah, uh, he's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Granted, I, but I do. I did. I loved Ryan Thompson as a man. Yeah, yes. he good was guy. a good dude. He's a mm-hmm. good person lovely family and i'm yep. glad he's found a home in austin and i hope it, they continue because he he is a good dude mm-hmm. yeah. yep big guy yeah god he was huge standing next Giant to him man. Yep. And, and you know what and he was v-shaped if yeah, you too. are built Muscular, like ryan yeah. thompson it makes sense why you start running at players you know <laughs> yeah. he, he yeah. was not afraid to run <laughs> yeah. out of his no. box and attack if he's going up for a punch i'm ducking oh, yeah i mean it makes sense but i mean i wish it had been better for him yeah absolutely yeah. but he was a good dude and i liked mm-hmm. him a lot um, let's go center back. I, I've got Fan and Sam. That's it. Yeah. But I've also got Sean because I love Sean. I, uh, but see, the thing is, is that Sean was only here for two years. Yeah. And those Fan and Sam are just staples. Like, yeah. You it, could, all, you, I mean, you could throw Toby out of Wale into that group, right, but we didn't yeah. get to see enough of him. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I we, think Fan and Sam are. It, it's it's mandatory. You're not gonna. Cochran's good. I mean. Yeah. A lot of good players. Musa was good. Yeah. Musa was good. Musa was a, was a head case, and the Musa of now is not the Musa that, uh, that we right. had. But um, but it is Sam and Fan. They, they were stalwarts, man. Yeah. Most Absolutely. of these positions I have a couple of names at. Right back, I've only got one name. Barclage. No. <laughs> Patrick Duty. Yep. Yeah. I can He's see the that. best right back we've had. By far. Quality play, man. Quality play. And Barklage could have been if he was healthy. Barklage I got up in the midfield. Oh, do you? He he played center mid when he was with us. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did. He played defenseman in, in, in MLS, yeah, but when he came back here, he went moved up. Yeah. Uh, right back, I've got Parker, or uh, left, left back. back. i got Parker and I've got Gee. I, I would take Matt Boehner over Paris. Matt Boehner, okay, yeah. That's a but good I, shot. But I, I'm all right with Parker Ma. 
Yeah. Parker I was going to say Parker is probably my choice. It, that, that's We've always been light on the left side. Yeah. yeah I'll take Paris. Paris. Paris was good, especially moving forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, right. and Paris last year was a much better player oh, than Paris sure. yeah. before. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think he was given a lot more license mm-hmm. than Tritz. Yeah. Than Tritz, Tritz made, Tritz gave Paris freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think Paris wasn't afraid of making a mistake on yes, Tritz. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's there's a lot to do with that. But I'd still take Boehner over him. But that's just personal opinion. Yeah, I forgot about Boehner. Boehner's a good call there. Mm-hmm. Um, midfield, center mid, I've got Wallfall and Barklage. I'm, I've got Mirko there if you want to go defensive and you want a little bit of steel. And Todd Wharton's another one that, you know, we didn't see a lot of him, but he's. But I think Wallfall's and Wallfall's and Brandon Barklage were the two most talented players we've ever had in midfield. I, I, I want an honorable mention for Drew Connor. But I had Drew Connor out on the wing. Okay, okay. But I, it's, we, we've had, you know. A lot of decent midfielders. Uh, I, I worried about creativity. I think our, our holding mids have been better than our creative yeah. mids. Yes, absolutely. I think Wall fall, though. But that's where Wall comes yeah. in. But you like, know what? You, Wall's you, that lock. You, you, you've got you to find get, a spot for Lewis. Well, and that's I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of cheated. I put Lewis and Connor on the side, uh, on one side. But Lewis was really more of a central midfielder. Yeah, he was. Um, and yeah. I got Ciceroni and Dakers as wings. you got to have Russell. Um, so hot right now. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out mid, though. I mean, Mirko next. I, well, obviously, I, I do. I, I, I wish. I, I wish we'd have just had a full season of him. I know. Yeah. And, and I wish things would have gone better around him. Yes. Because mm-hmm. at times he was like the only one holding it together exactly. out there. And you're like, God, if he'd have just had a little bit more support, yeah, maybe he could have done something. And the edge. Like we need to have a little bit of an edge in the lineup. If you, if you, yeah, that's what I said. If you want the steal, you got to put Mirko in. Yeah. Well, he wasn't just a ball breaker. He could play. Yeah. No, he, he could, could play. play. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't, yeah, he oh, wasn't yeah. Vinnie Jones out there. No, He's, no, yeah. no, no. And he will still take out your knees today. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so left wing Russell, that's it's that little short dude. Um, fuck, little short dude that scored in uh, Austin Martz. Yeah, yeah Martz. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about Martz's speed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big goal at Lindenwood month. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's yep. a big goal. I I still think Dakers on his day. Um, I'm and, gonna take yeah. I'll and take you, Kadeem. and you can also say uh, Rivas. I mean, we didn't see the best of <sighs> Rivas, but but. When he was on, he was dangerous out there. I'm still taking Kadeem. Kadeem is just... Yeah. If I'm taking Paris, then i got to take Rivas. Because <laughs> yeah. that partnership is so yeah. good. <laughs> it's a one-two. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Drew Connor. I think Drew Connor was good out there. I think he's still... I, you could even... You could say Tyler Blackwood as a winger. No, I'm having a problem with Evan. <laughs> but, but you've also... Uh, we can switch to that. But you've also got Kyle Gregg. I think Kyle Gregg, first of all, the number top scorer for St. Louis. Yeah, FC. see, I'm putting, I'm putting, Ty, I'm, uh, I'm putting Greg and Herrera. Up that's there. what I'm doing. But I've got Tyler right there yeah, underneath him. Kyle, Kyle was really good at holding up. The did a lot of work. He, he did a he lot really of work. Did and, he, and that's the thing: he could finish, or he could hold up, and he would give Irvin that space to just take off. Like, 
he could take. I think Irvin one on one was our best player. Oh, by ever. far. But I, but I think, I think Greg was a an all round, a better rounded better team football, player, yeah. football player, and and still put the ball in the net. You know, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't just a setup. He wasn't just a space. No, maker. he could do it all. He could do it all. So I again, the idea of him making space for Irvin. Jesus, that would be but unstoppable. I, I love Tyler but it, Blackwood, man. But that's I, the thing. I, I yeah, Tyler, I'll not. Say, I, I, say, I got Tyler Blackwood as my super sub. It's a travesty that he does not have a club right now. Oh, it's it a is. travesty. It is. I don't understand it. I, I really don't he, understand it. He and Lewis are incredibly hard to keep off this. That's the worst part. Like, I, well, and somebody we didn't mention that I know a lot of people would, Seth Seth Rudolph. I yeah. mean, personally, not my favorite player, but he did a lot of good in a St. Louis yeah, FC yeah, he uniform. Lot, he was a super sub. He really was. I mean, but it, if it's Seth or Tyler? Yeah, no, no. I, I'm taking Tyler but, every but time. Seth, but a lot of people Seth would has, take Seth. Seth's got to be in the conversation. He's oh, had, yeah. He had he had sure. a lot of timely goals for us. He yeah. had, I mean. Again, he's the super sub. Yeah. I mean, like, if, if, if it's the 60th minute and I need to bring somebody on and Tyler's not an option. It's Seth. There's yeah. no question. Because as soon as he'd come on, and you'd just see him make that sprint out to the position. Always had speed to burn. It was like, okay, here we go. As long as his first touch didn't let him down, he was the man. Yeah. Yeah, he did have an elephant touch sometimes. You're talking about left backs? Ryan Howe. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he started off very bad. He, yeah. His first game mm-hmm. in, in that. That precky season, it was at Louisville, and he got yeah. rinsed. Yeah, but then he grew into the position, and he was a. And I, I don't know what happened to him. I think he, he left and went to work for his old man yeah. in the trucking business. But he he had a game, man. He had game, and another. What about young Aiden Stanley? Yeah, he he didn't show his best while he was here. His but best is best. His come. best is yet to come. But yeah, yeah, I mean, quality player. I when he was here. He was one of those guys, even if I didn't think he was in the best 11, I wanted him starting because I knew the more touches he got, the better he was going to get. So I was always okay when they put Aiden in the starting lineup. I think Jack Marr, kind of the same thing. He just wasn't quite ready when he was here. Mm -hmm. But now looking at the player he's become, I mean. What about Dragon? Dragon's a guy that I, I always liked him on the team sheet. I I never thought he was out of place on the team. Um, I don't think he. I don't think he's top eleven all time, but yeah. I liked him. We've, we've, but we've, here's the thing: we've named a bunch of players from that practice. Nobody's season. nobody's mentioned Brian Gall. No, or Seb Galgard, <laughs> and no one's going to. So, um, <laughs> but but you know what? I'll mention Wes fucking Sharpie, yeah, another yeah, left back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and we've mentioned a lot of players from the Precky season yeah. because they were good. It just yeah. fell apart for whatever reason. It fell apart, but yeah, they it, were all good players. Like Dragon, Wes Sharpie, Christian Valeski. Valeski didn't work out here, but he was a good player. He was a good player. Oh, man. Juan, Juan, and uh, Angulo. I mean. I think Valeski's a better player than him. I do too. I do yeah. too. And Valeski did score some timely goals. When he would get those Valeski goals where he just didn't give up on a play. Yep. I loved those goals. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I can tell you who I don't want in my team, but I can tell you, I can't tell you who I want because <laughs> there's not Let's enough do spot. the bottom, bottom 11. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm looking at the bottom 11. Precky Jr. <laughs> it's essentially. <laughs> I was going to say it's essentially the 2017 Davala. Fuck him. Uh, Dahlgaard. 
Uh, which again, here. another great player. It just didn't, he didn't work like it. out here. He, didn't, he, he, didn't, he did it not here. like it here. Him and uh, Conrad. You know, another guy who play play? Yeah. another guy who I thought would be better, <laughs> Octavio Guzman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was yeah. so excited to sign him. Because he had such a good season. I was got, so excited to sign him. fucking injured. Yeah. But it just didn't. No. Uh, Jonathan Barden was another one I w- wanted to see Barden. good oh, yeah. stuff I out of. That dude. I forgot about him till just now. Um, can't can't talk about backs without talking about Kyle Culbertson and the head. Yeah, Kyle Culbertson, yeah, man, yeah. solid solid player. And the headbutt heard around the world. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I like that kid. Yeah, quiet. But you know what? It, it put in a shift. The guy put in a shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 and it's funny too. Another guy that a fantastic player, but never it just had a bad year here was Corey Herzog. Yeah, like yeah. I it, liked Corey though personally. I, I, I he loved did him everything. as a person. I and he did so much off the ball when he wasn't getting it. I think Corey did everything he was asked. Damn. It just they didn't ask him to do the right thing. Fucking yes. forgot about him. Yeah. They. I. I just think he was misused when he was here. Totally changed my lineup. <laughs> yeah. I have to put Corey in it. I mean. You see Corey's. I loved you, you, everything you, about Corey. You see, and you see his his numbers outside of that one season. It's phenomenal. The kid, the kid, the kid is a natural born goal scorer. Yeah, and you could tell he wasn't happy, but he kept a good attitude. Yeah, yep. You know, it, so easy for for a player like that to just go off the rails, mm-hmm. and but he never. He was still he, doing the he smoothie. Kept, he bit his goddamn tongue. Yep. He never spoke. I mean. If you got around him and you you drew it out of him, he'd tell you what he thought. Mm-hmm. But he he never talked shit about I anybody. I, he never. I don't understand. You you get him to do what he did in Pittsburgh. Just just do that again here yep. now. Just and do that and and let him do it. And if he says to you, you know what, I I was given the freedom to just roam bow and just yeah. play yeah. off the shoulder of the last defender. Give me the ball at my feet and I'll go. Yeah. That is what we'll do, and that's what you got him for. You, you didn't bring him here to change his game, and that's yeah. what we did. And we got three goals out of him when he should have got seventeen. That was always my biggest problem with Ant is that he tried to change players to fit the system, yeah. instead of fitting the system to and, the players. And I he think had. that's a young coach's sort of thing. Mm, I, I, we saw it with with senior. We've seen it with senior coaches too, as well. I think I think you either go, I'm going to learn from this, yeah. and I'm going to put get the best results I can or I'm going to force it to go my way. That was, the, and, it, and I know, I mean, Sarah, every time we mention his name groans about ant, but that was the one thing about ant that really, I, I just, I hated how he used, off. I hated how he used Corey. Well, he did that with several players. So, Matt but with Sheldon. Corey, it hurt. Matt more. Sheldon, Matt Sheldon, Matt Sheldon was another one. Matt yeah. Sheldon. <laughs> Say it again. Was, was Matt Sheldon one? <laughs> Albert Dequa. And, mm. Deke was was his own worst enemy at times. True. He was born offside, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> were, when he was born, there was a guy with a referee Reflag. uniform and a flag. Yep. Yep. Tyler and, David. And I love Tyler David. Oh, Tyler. I forgot about Tyler. God damn it. Got to make room for Tyler yep. in the team. Even if it's just See, that's the guy the thing. in the locker room. My second team is great. Yeah. Like We never made the fucking playoffs. It wasn't that great. <laughs> guy bend. Nah, mm. Mm, that's a no for me, dog. Mm. <laughs> um, Never saw the best. Of all me. the talent in the world, but I, th- when he was here, he had a ten cent head. Richie Bryan. Mm, yeah, good, but Umar. There's a, a lot of bad with with Umar's good. A lot of. I mean, 
I'm not saying no, but I'm not putting him on the best eleven. No, no, no. No. I'm still going. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You're just going through the all time roster here. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I'm just looking at who I messaged on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of really good guys on on throughout the years. Um, a lot of guys who maybe didn't live up to their potential <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah, boy, that could be an, uh, that could no, be next that, that could be next episode. That, get ready for a three hour marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Dixon. Oh, that's a good one, Dixon. Good I, I, you know quality, who I really like. Guy. What was the it, what? only guy, Nick Bibbs. Yeah, really that's who I was thinking. Yes. Bibbs. That's what it was, Nick Bibbs. Jake Bond. Jake Bond. Yeah. Like Chad Bond. Yeah. No, Chad's no, it's Chad. a little slow. But you know, I'm, he was hurt, though. You mentioned Nick Bibbs, and I remember ITAB. It was like the last game of that season, and Bibbs was suspended. That's right. Because he got into a fight. He got into a fight, mm-hmm. and he showed up at ITAB. And was Dixon with him? Yeah. Yeah, because they were both suspended. Mm-hmm. And just watching a game with those two guys, and I don't know, there were 20 fans there. Mm-hmm. They were good guys. Yeah. They were, and the commentary. And Biz, like, if I'd have known I was going to get caught, I'd have hit him harder. <laughs> <laughs> just, but I you, thought I got away with it. I thought I got away but, with it. But you know what? It's, uh, it's something. When, when Jeremy first signed Nick Bibbs, he said he's a St. Louis type player. He's from Philadelphia, yeah. but it's that mindset mm-hmm. that. that in your grafting blue yeah. collar mentality, you got to fight and grind yeah. for for everything. And I like Nick Bibbs. Um, yeah. I like. There's not many guys. Jameel I didn't Hardware, like. I, I liked him, but he was a head case. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Roberts. Yeah. Speaking of head cases that I liked, <laughs> Jeremy Lynch, Tony Walls. <laughs> love Tony Walls. Got, yeah. Love Tony Walls. But a hair trigger. He, I mean, but I think I think that's how be, he has to play. That's who a, he there's is. There's a lot of professional sportsmen yeah. that are absolute nutters. Oh, I don't mean it bad. No, no, yeah. no. But we know he's a, Tony Walls is a nutter because he supports Liverpool. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, and and got us a red card in the playoffs. See, that's the thing. Forever, that's him. Yeah, that's it. He he could do so many other things. He could he could lead. He, the team. Wa- he was a captain of the Rochester Rhinos when they won the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know he. Laurent Fignon, the guy that Le Mans beat by eight seconds, he won two Tour de France's, but he's always known as the guy that lost by eight seconds. <laughs> you know, and that's Tony yeah. Walls. For, for us, he should be known as the, the, the captain of the team that won the league. Yeah. He's the guy that got the record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That knocked us out of the playoffs. We weren't winning the game anyway. Doesn't matter. It, it didn't help. Oh, it <laughs> sure didn't help. You get the red card that early. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Um,. I don't know. It's a good discussion. I mean, uh, feel free to continue this on Twitter or on Instagram. You know, tag us in it. Uh, who who are your top eleven? I mean, I'm sure there's somebody that we forgot. I'm sure we need a likable eleven. Who's oh. your? F- oh, oh God, Jesus, God, we could we could just keep running with different elevens here. Yeah, well, we got time. Yeah, I was gonna say we got a couple of years. Got time. So yeah, let us know who's who's your top eleven. Who's your who do you like the most? What you know? What player made like. I'm thinking about Dixon with the uh, Gottmans. You know, they they became like family, you right? Know? Yeah. Or Ir- Irvin and the Registers. I mean, who was your player? Taka and my couch. <laughs> <laughs> who was your favorite player? And I'm not talking on the field. I'm just talking. Who did you connect with? Who did you make a a bond with? Um. Yeah, I don't know who. I don't know. I don't even know who mine would be. Ooh, Matt Spearman. 
Not Spearman. Spearman. Spearman knows he's a good guy. He's in the army now. Yeah. Now really? He's in the Marines. Yeah. 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 No shit. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And uh, for, for me, I really like Dragon. Dragon like on, on a personal yeah. level, but mm-hmm. I think obviously Deke, I follow, still follow Deke because of you. But uh, I... I think I mean, I, and and this is not reciprocated at all because <laughs> I mean I tried not to become too buddy buddy with the players because we had to talk shit about them. <laughs> I think Sean may be one of my favorite personal players. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler David, I mean those are the kind of guys. Kyle Gregg, I, I had a lot of time for. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the kind of guys that you know when they they tweet something i i listen or when when tyler david does his videos yeah. i watch them mm-hmm. right uh, cuz i have a lot of respect for the players the and i mean them as a person not as a player yeah mark Sam. Pa- mark pace mark, mark pace, pace is always yeah. there. i mean i'll never forget the first year he was he had just gotten hurt he and we went to uh Urban Chestnut for my birthday, so it yeah. was like September. Yeah, 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 that's right. And, oh, yeah. and we're sitting there just having a drink, and he was at a table with some of his buddies, and he came over, and he's like, hey, just wanted to thank you guys. Yeah. You know, I know it's been a rough year, and we're going to get better. And, like, it was this very... Liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liar, Mark. It did not get better. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just that, yeah. that, you know, it's like, okay, that's pretty... We, I mean, we've been very lucky. I think we've had a lot of really good guys. Yeah. And a few not so. The, the, the majority outweigh the minority. Yeah, oh, yeah. by far. You by know, far. Because we went after character guys, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Thanks. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, continue this discussion on, on Twitter and Instagram. Tag us. Tell us who your favorite, your best 11 and your favorite 11 yeah. are. Because I know we're forgetting people. I, you know, I could have said 50 more names, yes. but everybody was talking. So, I didn't. You just Ambo. jump in. Just say Ambo. Ambo? We didn't mention Ambo? Yeah. Jordan Roberts. Jordan? Jordan Roberts. Milan. I forgot about Milan, yeah. Mm-hmm. He yep. was I mean, he was a really nice guy. Yeah. And he he had some moments too. He scored yeah. that goal against Ottawa. You, you He you was saw what he could do. He yeah. was faster than he had any business being. Yeah. He for was as big and goofy as he looked. He got he was what did he have? He had he got an injury. Yeah, he, he got a hernia. Yeah. 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 yeah, sports hernia, that's what it was. And it was bad too. That was a, yeah. God, Mercy didn't treat yeah. it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I wonder when we can start telling those stories. <laughs> we can't. Yeah, probably not. Free speech jail. <laughs> We're in free speech jail. <laughs> free speech jail brought to you by Your Electric. <laughs> Oscar Gazeki. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I knew that name would come up eventually. I mean, it's this, this, this just names, man. Yeah. Charlie Rankin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> can't say anything. Free speech jail. Free speech jail. I, uh, can, I can say. I, can say. <laughs> I cannot. I can say all day long watching Dale yell at him. I, I don't <laughs> but know. But a good kid. I, a I, good I, kid. Good yeah. kid. Good kid. But just box of rocks. If I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't. I. I. You know. I. I can't. I don't want to say. I don't want to. A lot of he players. Just, he needs a chance at this. But here's the thing: if he's out looking to find professional players to find, he he didn't make it. He doesn't know what it takes to become a professional player. He Those who can't teach. <laughs> no, yeah, but so much. On, to all, give. But in all honesty, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. <laughs> do as Dale told me to do, not as right. I did. <laughs> 
But, you know, honestly, in all reality, you look at, like, the best baseball managers, the best hockey coaches, they're the guys that were fourth liners. Mourinho was not a great player. No, no. (laughs) Joe Torre was not a good player. Yogi Berra was an okay player. But these guys... Zidane was okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, you know, most of these guys, you know, even Craig Berube, he was was a fourth-line goon, but he's made a hell of a coach. Yeah, but you talk to them, and you at least know how they fucking wake up and tie the shoelaces. <laughs> I am I am voluntarily going back to free speech jail. <laughs> uh, I think we've done enough damage for one night. All right. Uh, and the show has reached a new low. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I, I don't not, know. It's not recording. It'll, so. Are you done? No, no. Oh, okay. I, it, oh the, the the sound effects. Yeah, I forgot to cue in the sound um, effects. I don't know. It, it, we'll probably take another couple of weeks off, and then we'll come back and we'll tell more stories. But uh, again, let us know, uh, you know, what's happening around the league that you want us to comment on, or, or what's You're what's hitting you the right way. I don't know. Hitting you the right way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the PSLs. I think a lot of people had feelings about the no, PSLs. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's like a morning show tagline. Yeah. How's this you new? the right way? Okay, let's take our calls. W N B C. That's all I can think of. Uh, what's hitting you today? Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, all right. On that uh, note, we're done. We'll talk to you next time. Mr. Crowley. <laughs>